This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. Ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. Boys are back. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is reception. Reception. The show. Um, I think Zay Flowers, though, out of Boston College. I, I feel like most everybody feels really good about what Zay Flowers is as a player. Uh, and as a prospect, what are your thoughts on this kid out of Boston College, though? I think Zay Flowers could be easily the number two receiver in this draft class. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, um, he's another guy like kind of was played all over the place at uh, Boston College. By the way, another guy with just oh, disastrous quarterback play at Boston College. <laughs> 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 this guy does not like. I mean, I mean, you 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 watch Zay Flowers all twenty two. You're gonna see a lot of him upset at his at it, like flailing his arms wide open down the field and just the quarterback never seeing it, never getting it close. Um, this is a guy who does know how to get open though, and I mean we're talking about getting open at all three levels. Um, right. The guy that you know he can win deep, he can win short. He's gonna be you go you go to reception perception, you subscribe, you see the success rates. You're gonna be really impressed with uh, with Zay Flowers. I won't spoil it too much. We just give you a little preview here, but like yeah, he's go. a guy that's. Over 70% success rate versus man, over 70% success rate versus press while still being like a smaller player. And I think that's really interesting about him. And, you know, 50, about, about like I said, 50 50 in terms of slot and, or in terms of flanker. He played some X receiver. He played in the slot. I mean, he played all over the place. Does have some concentration drops for sure. Um, hmm, uh, okay. But he wins, he'll win some big time contested catches. Um, I'm not sure how much his yak ability will uh, translate to the NFL, but he did go down on just 58.6% of his in-space attempts on first contact. So that's going to be a selling point for him. He, he just feels like a guy that's going to be a really good uh, NFL player for a really long time. Agreed. And, um, I have a player comparison for him that I think really checks all the boxes that I just said. Mm. Uh, would you Would you like to hear it? I would. Are you kidding me? I'd love to hear What What do we got? Well, I think the the Zay the Zay I almost said Zay Jones um, Zay Flowers <laughs> uh, the Zay Flowers you know measurables I think are the biggest thing like um, five nine and a quarter one hundred eighty two pounds people yeah. are like is he a slot only guy you know Deontay Johnson five ten and a half and one hundred eighty three pounds similar size eighteenth um, mm. percentile arm length for Deontay Johnson um, you know second percentile arm length for Zay Flowers. I kind of feel like those guys are similar. Can win on the outside, can win if you I mean Deontay's always been an outside receiver, but I think if you stuck him in the slot, he, he might be an even better player than he is right now. Yeah. Um, you know, can beat man coverage, can beat zone coverage, has concentration drops, 
I believe we know Deontay Johnson has concentration drops. We we do. So I kind of think like, you know, there are definitely, there are some people that will go all the way and do the AB comparison for, um, for, uh, for Zay flowers. I'm not going to do that because I think that's should be illegal. It should be a, um, uh, 30 day minimum in jail. (laughs) If you do the Antonio Brown comparison, but I mean, Deontay has basically been like their replacement for AB and obviously a, a much, lesser player but i, I kind of think yeah. that one fits for uh zay flowers yeah um explosiveness i think is um short area burst i thought was something that really popped out uh, on zay flowers when i watched him play just a little bit right we're talking five nine one eighty two uh compact frame right so little guy uh but he packs on muscle uh i don't know he he plays muscular anyways i think he plays pretty yep. muscular um i thought he played pretty tough uh, a four four two forty, which is really good. Um, again, uh, low four fours uh, at that size is, is pretty darn good. Uh, but it's the vertical jump and the broad jump to me that I thought really kind of stuck out too. A ten seven broad uh, and a thirty five and a half inch vert. Um, again, it, it's not the thirty five and a half is not amazing, but it's good enough. And the ten seven to me, I think at that size, uh, I thought was really good. Uh, and I thought again. Short area burst. I think when you watch him play, that really pops too, mm-hmm. right? So um, for me, I, I don't know. This is a. You say he's you know potentially the number two wide receiver here um, in this draft class. PFF has him ranked there at number two. Daniel Jeremiah's got him in there somewhere in that um, you know end of the first round, mid to end of the first round. Um, as well at 24 overall, not to 24 wide receiver, but just 24 overall, which is good. Um, just right behind Jackson Smith and Jigba, just to kind of give you an idea of how high he is on Zay Flowers as well. So I think pretty much everyone feels like this is a really, you talk about just a professional wide receiver. That's what I see, man. Like mm-hmm. I see a guy that's like a 10 year pro in the NFL. I don't know how many pro bowls he's going to make, but I see a guy that's got a place in this NFL for a long time. And you know, these teams that are in the back half of the first round, um, that could maybe use a flanker or a, like a slot type Buffalo, Kansas city, um, we talked to chargers. I think they could yeah. use a guy like this. Zay flowers is so interesting because he had to be a vertical player so much in Boston college. And, you know, just again, the quarterback play was not really there, but he definitely, I mean, he gets open down the field, but his stuff on curls, his stuff on comebacks is, is, is all right too. I mean, he's, he's really, I think a complete, um, a complete route runner and, and mm-hmm. it, it, the size is obviously not ideal, but if you're right. going to play him in the slot, you're going to play him in the flanker position. I think you can get by with this dude as that type of guy. So, yeah, he's he's going to be another one very similar to like him and Jordan Addison. I've gone back and forth on when I published the rankings on the site. I'll, I'll have finally figured it out. But they're going to be right there in that same like they're they'll be right there in terms of like the overall rankings the last three years. 11 and 13, you know, just behind Jahan Dotson, maybe ahead of Traylon Burks. Like that's kind of where I feel about them um, as like first round guys, late first round guys. That's probably where I think they should go. All right. Um, our, our former colleague, uh, or I guess, I don't know where, where does Sean Sullivan work nowadays? I, I'm sure he'll be excited about this next topic. A kid out of Tennessee. Yeah. He's a big old Tennessee uh, honk is uh, our guy, Sean Sullivan, who I think just recently got married. Am I, am I right in saying got that? engaged? Yeah. He, he oh, got engaged. Go. His wedding is in November. He'll be, uh, I'll be coming back to LA for the first time 
Probably, I think the first time. That's you know what that is right. I just remembered that his wedding was in November, and thinking to myself, of all the freaking people that are planning their wedding out there around like sporting seasons, how is Sean Sullivan of all? Well, I think people. Him and his. uh, How is he going to get married in the middle of the college football season? What in the world? Oh yeah. Well, I know Sully. or Amanda's probably not listening to this, neither listen to this, no, but shout out to no, both of them. No, they're no. great. They're great yeah. people. Good friends of oh, both my people. wife and I, but um, I think now because he's working in soccer, you know, not, uh, not <laughs> football anymore since he left to go to Fox sports. Like now he's, now he's got to plan around, you know, freaking soccer as opposed to the college football. So I, oh, I, I'm interested God. to see how we get a volunteers game during the ceremony. That's all, what I'll say. <laughs> uh, Jalen Hyatt um, is, is a young prospect out of Tennessee. Uh, Matt, what did you see in Hyatt's game? Yeah, <laughs> this is a weird one, bro. Um, <laughs> okay. I've never seen a guy line up in stack formation so often. Uh, if you don't know what that means, it's like, we're talking about he's like literally right behind the other guy. Uh, yeah. Like it's just weird stuff. So you, you're not going to see that in the NFL very often because the hash marks are different. Like we don't talk about this enough. The fields are literally different in the NFL and college football. Like the hash marks are bigger in college. It's just, it's a different game. And sometimes you could exploit that schematically Tennessee's offensive. I mean, that is like the most fake news Mickey mouse out alf- offense of all time is whatever Tennessee wow. was doing last year. But, um, <laughs> wow. Jalen Hyatt. Uh, <laughs> he is like, I, I just, it's a weird, it's a weird profile. Um, he's definitely, a f- uh, like t- forget the 40 speed, his on field yeah. speed is like legit. I mean, he, he can yeah, rip he the, he can fly and defenses play him like they are scared to, they're going to piss their pants about, you know, getting beat over the top by Jalen Hyatt. And I mean, he, he catches some like touchdowns that he is just wide ass open. Um, and, and, and some of that is, Again, the scheme, some of that is busted coverages. Um, I'm going to pull this up while I'm talking, uh, but I had a conversation about this with um, Dwayne McFarland, who, you know, works for Fantasy Life. He's worked Mm -hmm. for PFF. I mean, in terms of like production out of stack formation, um, I'm, I'm trying to find out while I'm talking, but it was like absolutely insane in terms of what this guy did. Uh, in stack formation, the actual production there. I, I'm not, maybe I won't be able to find it, but regardless, the point, point being, it was just the production was, was crazy uh, from this stack formation stuff and, and the entire thing. So wild stuff. Um, but the thing that I think is most important with Jalen Hyatt from like a route perspective, um, you know, he's going to be towards the bottom in success rate versus man uh, or no success rate versus zone success rate versus press that route running ability is not there yet. He's does he's 68% success rate versus man, which is not bad, but it's not like towards the top of the class, but his actual route chart, it's mostly like flat routes and nine routes. That's what he's getting open on post Hmm. routes. eh, Yeah. Very limited route chart. He does show some ability, 73% success rate on the curl. You know, it's not, again, it's not great. It's kind of like average, maybe slightly below average, but that's probably his best ability is to, inconsistently throttle down and get back to the quarterback, but mostly, yeah, he just flies on nine routes and he, he's just a limited application player. I think right now. Interesting. Uh, 2022 Bolitnikoff award winner, uh, had a lot of big plays, uh, obviously over the top vertical threat for sure. Uh, at Tennessee, 
I don't I don't know what to make of his size and speed though. I'm I'm very torn on this, right? Like when you're six feet, 175 pounds, um, can you play as a deep vertical player in the NFL? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, a, and again, this guy's projected to be a day two pick, right? Like a, a round two or three pick. Um, <laughs> I don't know, Matt. I, I mean, the NFL is different nowadays, but can this guy play? Um, I, I, I don't even want to say X cause I think he's a little too light in the britches for no, it, but nope, can he be, nope, nope. Can, can he be a flanker and just be an over the top deep threat? Well, uh, yeah. In reception perception, 89% slot rate. Um, and then, uh, the final, I found the stat I was looking for Dwayne, uh, said that 700 yards and nine touchdowns came off targets in stack or with motion last year for wow. Jalen Hyatt. And I think that's really the kind of player he's going to have to be in the NFL, that's definitely pretty gadgety um and yeah, not like like kind gadgety, of yeah not mccall Har- like i don't want to say mccall hardman because mccall hardman's like not a real receiver and but like that's the type of way he's going to stretch the field out horizontally not in like a Kadarius tony way where he's going to be freaky after the catch and big after the catch and that stuff not really uh going to do it that way but he can make plays in the open field because he's so fast and um i've seen uh my buddy josh norris compare him to like ted ginn um, okay. You know, Ted Ginn. Yeah, that's a good one. And look, like people can crap all over Ted Ginn all they want because he was like a ninth pick, ninth overall pick of the draft. But yeah, he had a long career and was yeah he did yeah he did was <laughs> and he had I don't think Jalen Hyatt has like the hands problem that like a Ted Ginn did where like you know he'd get wide ass open down the field and drop oh a God. ball with nobody near him. Jalen Hyatt, the best. I think. By the way, that was the best. I I used to love that game of, of Ted Ginn. With like, especially in like those Cam Newton days, with like you're like, all right. No, when he was like the number one receiver the year they went to the Super Bowl or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's (laughs) wide open downfield, and Cam's just dropping in like an airship bomb, right? It's coming in from the heavens, and you're like, you have a good two seconds to like be like, is he gonna catch this ball? It it felt like two seconds. You know, you're it like, was a, is a he gonna 50-50 catch this ball, ball in, in, in not the normal sense you think of a 50-50 ball. Like, Des Bryant throw it up at the corner of the end zone. That's a 50-50 ball with Des Bryant. Like, that was a 50-50 no. ball with nobody within 10 nope. yards of him. No, not a soul. Not a soul <laughs> within 10 yards of him. Is he going to catch that? That was the most one of the most exciting plays in football because you literally had no idea <laughs> whether Ted Ginn was going to catch a wide-open bomb for touchdown. You had no clue. I loved it. It was, it was so stress. I mean, if you're a Panthers fan, that hasn't been so stressful. But just uh, throughout his entire career, I I just love that about Ted Ginn. I know that's so random, but just wide open. If he catches it at six, if he drops it, the entire like bar or newsroom or wherever you're watching it groans oh in frustration. It's the best. I love it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, again, maybe you and I have different definitions of the best. (laughs) Yes, I know. (laughs) Regardless, um, I I think overall, um, yeah, I I think 
I think he he's just again a limited application player. Um, but yeah. I do think do think you're you're looking at a guy like that's got a better ball tracking ability than um than Ted Ginn. You know, uh, Ted Ginn. I think zero percent drop rate for Jalen Hyatt in the, in the games uh, I've charted for him. I think he can track that deep ball well. He can go get in the right spot. He can bring it in, and he I mean he can like I said he can get wide open. Uh, just crazy um speed down the field i think maybe in a best case scenario you're maybe looking at a guy like will fuller um Mm. which if you look at will fuller's 2016 reception perception um 74.7 percent success rate versus man this is the year he came in the draft 64.7 percent success rate versus man 76.7 success rate versus zone 42.4 percent success rate versus press if you're looking at jalen hyatt you're looking at a guy that's 68% success rate versus man, 70% success rate versus zone, and 53.8% success rate versus press. So again, all both those guys not really that super exciting all the way around. And it took like Will Fuller till you know year forever and a PED suspension to become like a complete receiver. Um, maybe that could be Jalen Hyatt. <laughs> Wow. What a description of his career. Unbelievable. <laughs> there you go. Um, I don't know what to tell the- you. The, 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 the great uh, Lance Zierlein, who uh, writes for NFL.com, uh, and just, I mean, you talk about a workhorse. Oh, my God. He writes, what, 350-plus profiles um, every single year. Un- unreal, uh, the amount of game tape this guy watches. Okay, I say that as the precursor to his NFL comp was Deshaun Jackson, and I hate it. <laughs> and I absolutely hate it uh, because, again, I know Deshaun Jackson was this undersized. I think he was like, I don't know, he, he was about 175 pounds too. So, you know, the, the size and speed is like, okay, I get it. But Deshaun, first of all, ran like legit 4-3 speed. And the one thing about Deshaun Jackson that I think gets lost in his career is like, how unbelievably good his hands were downfield. Like, I mean, Hall of Fame level ball tracking yeah. and ability to haul it in uh, from deep downfield. So that part of it, uh, I feel like is underrated. Like everyone's like, oh, he's just fast. Nah, dude. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. nah, nah. His hand-eye coordination was unreal. Uh, and yeah, he was fast. Don't get me wrong. But even in his later years where you're like, all right, he's lost some speed still just unbelievable downfield. Uh, and that was not just because he was fast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyways, uh, the great Lance Zierlein, who I love and respect, uh, made that comp. And I'm like, nah, dude, come on, man. That that's, that's not, that's not what it is. Come on, dude. You know, cause Deshaun Jackson is like just off of the hall of fame track. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's but just like off. a one of one. He's like a one of one player. Agreed. I think, really. I totally agree. I totally agree. We may never see a guy uh, that small be a legitimate, like downfield X receiver ever again. You know what I mean? Like, again, that's why I ask, like, you know, the guy's 175 pounds is Jalen Hyatt. Like, can this guy play X? I, you know, I don't know. He's got the speed. Uh, a four four speed, forty inch vertical, so he, he's got some short area burst for sure. Eleven point three, eleven foot three inch broad jump. I mean, crazy, crazy short area burst. Uh, is does J- Jalen Hyatt have? But um, the one thing I saw about Jalen Hyatt, I watched an uh, irrational amount of Tennessee games because uh, uh, my colleague uh, uh, Dan Helley is a, a big time Vol fan, um, but. And they beat Alabama, so it's great. But uh, Jalen Hyatt seems to to round off a lot of his routes. Am I, am I right in seeing that? 
<laughs> yeah, dude, he's just he's just so uh, rudimentary as like a route runner. I think really, I mean, it just it's it's a it, it's it, it's just a complicated transition for sure. He is not there like from a tight technical perspective. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He's he's got some work to do. Uh, like coming even the routes I like, like the curl route. Like I said, sometimes he can round that thing off. It's got to be sharper. It's got to be faster. It's just there's just so much space to work with in this offense. That's why, like right. honestly, scouting a guy like Hendon Hooker, who I know has gotten some. We're not talking about this, but he's gotten like some first, you know, round buzz and stuff. God, that's going to be tough, you know, and, and translating that from this offense. Um, so it's just he's a guy that I think you're going to ask him to be hopefully your three. You're going to ask him to he's going to you're going to take him the second round, hopefully. Although, I mean, there are teams in the first round that like, you know, the Chargers need speed, bro. Like, I, I don't know. I I wouldn't. There's a lot of guys I would take ahead of him in that yeah. in that situation. But there are definitely teams at the end of the first round that like, you know, could use receivers, could use guys with pop and and I I get it, but like, yeah, I, I think he's more of a second round pick. He's more of like a, a speed slot flanker type that it that you're going to ask. That's going to that's going to fans could really love him cuz he could make some big plays and like make some huge moments, but I don't know that he's going to be like a high volume receiver. Yeah, he's going to make some splash plays over the top. He's certainly got the speed to do that. Um, and again, if he gets in the right system with the right quarterback, uh, yeah, he, he'll make some splash plays. You know, he'll make some splash plays. But uh, anytime we're talking about these non-elite wide receivers, I, I think scheme fit and quarterback fit is just so important to their success. You know, and you can say that about any football player who's not just a transcendent talent. You know what I mean? Uh, but certainly I think Jalen Hyatt fits into that group. And just like how I don't know, I mean, look, I don't know any of these dudes, but like, you know, how much are you going to work at it? How much are you going to imp- work to improve like the areas oh, of your yeah. game that need it? Because oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's things with guys like, you know, who come into the league that that don't work at it. Like they never get any better and they outright bust. Like, I think if I don't know Jalen Hyde at all, so I'm just, it's just but like if he doesn't work at his game, he doesn't improve like the flaws that we're talking about here. He could just be like an outright bust that you never hear from again. But um, I think I think because of that speed he could have like a Ted Ginn type of floor, which it sounds crazy to say like Ted Ginn floor, but you know, like the, the, the long career where you pop up every now and again and make yeah, some yeah. big plays like that could be, that could be Jalen Hyatt. Even, even if he doesn't really improve a ton on the thing, on the areas that he is weaker. I mean, it's true though. When you bring up guys like Ted Ginn or like, even like Devonte Parker, it's like these guys, I, the, you know, people say they quote unquote suck, but like, at the end of the day, Matt, they've played in the NFL for a long time. They've made some decent coin, man. Like that's not, I don't think if you, if you player comp somebody to somebody like that, like who has played in the NFL six, seven, eight, ten 10 years, that's come on. Like, that's not a bad, that's not, that's not doing a disservice to that player. You know, I think that's Ted actually Ginn played pretty 14 decent. Year, Ted Ginn played 14 years. And again, he had like world-class speed. He never topped 800 yards. Um, he had, but he had three straight years from Carolina in 2015, uh, to new Orleans in 2017 with like 700 yards, um, was winning that was winning downfield. Um, yeah. And I mean, it like, that was obviously deeper into his career. Right. Um, but yeah, no, that, that stretch from like Carolina 2013 to new Orleans was, was kind of probably his best years. And that was in yeah. year that, but, but by the way, that was year, you know, age 28 to, uh, 33, 32 year old season. So it took a I long mean, again, time. <laughs> it took a while, man. It took a while. Plus he had to, you know, he, he found the right spot at the right time, playing with the right quarterback, playing at the right time. Right. So it's just kind of like all those things have to like lock in uh, for us to kind of see 
uh, a highly productive, I don't even want to say highly productive, but a productive player in Ted Ginn. So again, I think sometimes fans need to take a little bit of a step back and kind of like look at a guy's career objectively and say, if a guy played in the NFL for 14 years, just in a vacuum, you say, hey, this player played in the NFL for 14 years. That's, that's a dub. That's a W man. Like that's a win. Is it not? Like you would be like, yeah, that guy, totally. that, that's, that's a good, that's a good career. That right. That and again, Ted Ginn was like the ninth overall pick in the year, the year he was drafted. Right. We're talking about Jalen Hyatt, hopefully being like a, a, a second round, a pick, second round. Pick, yeah. If he was a second round pick and he had Ted Ginn's career, that would be like, that's a win. That's a win. That's um, total win. But yeah. I mean, again, it, d- it depends on where I could see because Lance, by the way, he has him at, like we talked about Lance Yellen. He has him as his top ranked receiver. You know, he says there's no wide receiver at one in this draft class. Like there's no number one receiver, which that's again, that's fine. If you just really value the speed and the downfield ability um, and the, the floor that that brings, I guess that's fine. I mean, I just it, it's not for me, but I'm not going to totally <laughs> bash Lance for that because um, yeah. just different strokes, different folks at this position. For sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but but. So he could get steamed up and be drafted way higher than I think. I think he's going to be, I'm going to feel one way or another on Jalen Hyatt based on like where he goes. But if he's a second round pick and he's a vertical weapon, I think that's totally fine for his career. But there's just a lot of like, it's tough to translate that tape. It's tough to translate from that offense. Um, And there's some things that are going to be. Um, yeah, like I know there's going to be people who post the route chart on Twitter and like, LOL, Jalen Hyatt, but you know, there's a little more nuance to it. So there you go. Um, all right. So, uh, that's it for our, our look at some of the top prospects at the wide receiver position. Don't worry, Matt's not done. Uh, you know, he, he's got NFL guys that he's got to get charted up and, and, and do all those things. And he's an absolute football freak. So he's probably, even if he's not going to do write-ups on some other college prospects, I'm sure he will take a look. At damn near everybody that's yeah, coming yeah. up. The, the guys that are uh, on the site right now yeah. are the first group that will go up. Yep. Um, there will also either be maybe some more profiles, ba- full profiles based on uh, the film that I get. And uh, if not that, last year I did uh, the rookie, like the the prospect yep. roundup on guys like, yeah, three game sample, but like not a full profile because it's not, it's just not the same amount of data. But that, like, I had guys like Kyle Phillips in there. I had Khalil Shakir in there. I even had Christian Watson in that one because there wasn't a lot of film on him. So, um, yeah, there, there's going to be a lot more prospect data coming to receptionperception.com in addition to what, what went up today for sure. So, again, go check out the website, receptionperception.com. If it is your first time listening to our program, we welcome you, but we would love it uh, if you could support the show with a like and subscribe as well. But the most important thing, man, like we just got Matt's got awesome data uh, on these prospects. He's got awesome data on these NFL uh, players as well. Uh, His best fits. Where do they you know, where do they need to improve? where, Where are their areas of strength? So much great data. We lay, uh, you know, we lay it out in, in a really easy to read graphic form. Um, but if you love numbers, man, hey, listen, we've got an interactive, you know, database as well uh, for some of our subscribers too. So go check out the website receptionperception.com. All right, spent a little bit longer than I thought we were talking about these prospects, but you know what? That always happens. I think when Matt and I talk a little ball, talk a little <laughs> prospects, man, especially the unknown. Uh, of these prospects I think is what is so interesting. All right, so there you go. That's the show. For Matt Harmon, I'm James Coe. We'll see you.